preparation, excited, more, I tell you, just excited about 2022. Amen. Will not take down. Amen. Amen. Yes. As, as Elder Luana Wallace was saying, a lot of things happened in 2021. Uh, and it, it was some things were devastating. Some things were soul crushing. But we're here by the grace of the Lord. That's, that's how we're here. Amen. All right. I'm going to ask you to keep just a few with you just in case if somebody comes in the door. All right. And you can go ahead on and give them one. Amen. Amen. All right. want to say to our SoundCloud listeners that you are more than welcome to join in with us every Wednesday. Every Wednesday in January on 411 South Broad Street at 6.30 p.m. We will be having prayer around the altar to just seek the Lord for some things that we need him to do in us and for us so we can go ahead on and walk out victoriously and successfully uh, 2022. Amen? Amen. So if you have your journals or if you want to take a few notes, uh, we're going to be talking about preparation. Simple as that. We're going to be talking about preparation. And as we promised, I guess we'll go ahead on. We're going to ask um, Sister Rayshondra to come up. And she's actually going to just lead us through this. Amen. This is our word from the Lord for 2022. It was given back in August. And uh, <laughs> we are, we are, things were happening so fast, we just waited on the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be ready at all times. <laughs> All right, well, here it is. Here we go. All right. Isn't it beautiful? Looks like the rising of the sun, right? <laughs> All right. All right. Repeat after me. 2022. The year of expectation and hope. 2022, the year of expectation, the year of having the hope of the promise of Jesus Christ active in my life, the promise of his prosperity, his power, and his presence. 2022 is my year. Say it again. 2022 is my year. Praise the Lord. Let's give him a hand praise for that word. We are ready. Go ahead on and claim it now. Um, as I was listening to the Lord and praying, this is what he gave me. And he gave me even the colors. And he told me, he said, the reason why it starts out dark at the top is because that's like a sunrise. You know, a sunrise comes up gradually. But as it comes, then the sun begins to shine. Amen. So I'm looking to walk in sunshine next year. 
I'm looking to have activated in my life. I, when, I, when, I, when I go into places next year, when I do stuff next year, I'm going to have his prosperity, Jesus' prosperity, his power, and his presence in my life. Activated. Activated. Now, we did put a packet together, and we will see this year how it goes. You know, if it goes pretty good, we might do it again next year. But this is the packet that we put together. First of all, You can, you can do, but I like the grocery bag because <laughs> I, I, I get tired of all, I do, you know, they pile up all those plastic bags. So with these, I just go run in the grocery store, use them, throw them back in the trunk, and I'm free. <laughs> so we do have a tote bag, okay, all right, and then we decided to put in there this year, we have a motivational calendar, okay. And with the motivational calendar, every time you change the month, it's going to give you something to motivate you. Okay, baby, thank you. Oh, you going thank you. Yes. It says the spirit grows in strength. Now this 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 tickled me. The spirit grows in strength when challenged. Perseverance is the word for the month of December. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying it's just you know, okay, also in the packet, so you'll have a, you have a bag, it, it can be a grocery bag, we'll have the motivational calendar, and we're going to give, we're going to have in there, this is called a stylus pen, which means you can use this with your computer. You can use this on your iPad, on your telephone, instead of clicking with your fingers or writing, you can write actually with the top of this pen. And it too has, read what it has on the Keys to Successful Living Inc., Mobile, Alabama, John 6, 63. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Then there is a notepad. Okay. We got a notepad. And it's got, it even has a little uh, keeper for the book, little bookkeeper in there, bookmark. And it also has on there, what does it say? Keys to Successful Living Inc., 411 South Broad Street, Mobile, Alabama. And there is the bookmark. You can show them the bookmark, baby. Okay. That's the bookmark. And it has the actual colors and the saying on there for this year. So basically, I'm going to give this to um, what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you like this. And you can pass the word on. And just so Dr. Hancock will know, and, and she's probably going to need her husband possibly to help her back there. But I have a sheet for her. The entirety of the packet, the grocery bag or tote bag, motivational calendar, the uh, bookmark, the notepad, and the stylus pen, you can get the whole packet for $10. Or, hey, if you say, well, you know, I don't need that, I don't need that, you can buy them separately. And Dr. Hancock will have those prices. Amen. Amen. Yeah, but I know I'm going to get, because I, I, like I said, I like the grocery bags. I just can't. Hey, baby, you can take this too. Thank you, Chris. Take, get this for her. 
And if you want to, you can go ahead on and look behind there. Like I said, it's probably going to take uh, you and your husband because this is, I just put this together for the little stepper pack just in case somebody says, hey, I didn't know that I was already here. Okay, but the package that's on sale, which you can get them out of the bag first. Now I'll take those bags back home with me because the box will lay them like this, but in the bag they're kind of like this and I want to hurry up and, yeah. All right, praise the Lord. So it is done. And what we're going to do is this is going to stay up the whole entirety of the year. That way, if you leave your card at home, uh, I use mine for bookmarks. I've got all the way back to 2018 because I read a lot and I study a lot. And I just got them in books and books and books. So mine are everywhere. But if you, if you forget yours, you'll be able to look up here because we're going to go over it every year. And just like we were saying, any program that we have, just like our New Year's Eve celebration is coming up, the theme is the year of expectation and hope. Amen? And we'll get into it as time go on why there are two words up there. I learned something. Um, you can't have hope by itself. Hope by itself is really nothing. And it was like, huh? And so the Lord had to really school me. And help me to understand, no, people go around talking about I hope stuff will happen, and I hope. But hope by itself is basically just that. It's like faith without works is dead. Hope without expectation is dead. It just is. So now, the paper that you have in your hand, this is literally some things that came from the Holy Spirit. I did not make this up. These are some things that the Holy Spirit gave me to do in prayer, and I have been doing that, and then he suggested that it was okay for me to bring them to the church, and we do this around the altar to prepare for 2022, amen? Because it's going to be your year, but you're going to have to add something to your hoping, amen? amen? So we're closing out the year 2021 and preparing to move into 2022. Now, so when you look at that, how do you prepare to move? How do you prepare to move? Well, most people, when they get ready to move, they pack up everything, and everything they don't want, what do they do with it? They throw it away, and they don't go back and look for it. I said, oh, I said, okay. He says, God says, once you pack up and you throw that stuff out you don't want to take with you into that new area, you don't go back to the trash can looking for it. You leave it, Amen. So we're preparing to move into a new year. And the way we're going to start ours off is the way we've always started it off. And I hope that in, in years and years and years to come, it will always be said, you know what, our pastor always started the year out with prayer around the altar. I hope that prayer will always be around the altar. Amen? Amen. Now, I want to show you something about prayer around the altar. And you can just jot this down on your paper or put it in your journals. But I want to go to Psalms 138. Psalms 138. This is our Sunday of preparation. Amen. Psalms 138. Thank you, Jesus. I am excited Amen. about 2022 because Jesus is alive. Amen. All right. Psalms 138, when you get it, say amen. amen. All right, I want you to look at verse 3. I want you to play, pay close attention to verse 3. 
And it says, in the day when I cried, thou answered me and strengthenest me. Watch this, with strength in my soul. So if anybody, because you know, a lot of churches are not having prayer around the altar. You know, prayer around the altar has died out in most churches. And so I thought about it. If anybody asks you, say, why does your church still have prayer around the altar? Tell them because you're coming for strength for your soul. Okay? You want strength. What is your soul? Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your conscience, your imagination. Oh, my God. If you don't think we need strength, if you don't think 2021 tried our emotions this year, if you don't think 2021 tried our conscience, our imagination, I'm telling you, when, when those soul-crushing moments came, believe me, the enemy ran in. He rushed in. He rushed in with stuff for our imagination. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, Lord, I want to keep prayer going because I want strength for my soul. Say that. Say, I'm going to be at the altar because I want strength from the Lord for my soul. Hmm. I'm going to lift my soul up to him. Huh? You, you know what? The devil doesn't care how much you cry. And I have cried every day since April 15th, 2021, 11 o'clock p.m. I have not missed a day. And it's not because I'm trying. I don't even have to try. I can just be sitting up in the chair, looking out of the window in the living room, and all of a sudden I can hear my husband talking to me and saying things, and we're laughing about stuff, and tears will just bust out, and I don't try to stop them. There's no shame in my game. I just bust out, and I let it go. Just let it go. Hey, so you and I need strength for our mind and our wills. Because when tragedy hits, the first thing the enemy wants us to do is to give up, let go. The word don't work. God don't love me. And I thought about it. As many times as I, as I have took that walk with other families and I have comforted them and I meant it from my heart and I've laid out before God. Sometimes I wake up at three in the morning and the Lord said they need your prayers and I would pray for them until I had to take that walk. It was so different. It's like, it's like what is going on? This is not real. I can remember going to bed at night. And thinking he'll be home any minute. He's coming through that door. I'm telling you, your mind flips out. And it be real to you. And, and I can remember having a dream that he came home. And in the dream, I actually sat up in the bed. And I said, oh, I said, senior home. It was real to me. <laughs> Till I came to myself and I realized it's just a dream. It's just a dream. And I had to pray. I'm telling you, prayer works. Prayer is not old. Prayer is not outdated. But you got some ministry to, ministries today that will tell you, we don't do that anymore. We don't have time for that anymore. We need prayer because there are some soul-crushing moments that will come, and you're going to need your soul strengthened through prayer. 
Shut up, my dekeriosi. Healing Anna. It's gonna be a healing in here. Yes, Lord. Many of us will cross over into 2022 without some things, without some people, without some, some, some things that were in our lives. And I thought about it. I said, Lord, I got to get to the altar and pray because when I cross over one minute after 12, January 1st, 2022, it will be Jesus and me. And I have to be prepared for that. And I've been preparing. I knew this time was coming. I'm talking about the end of the year. I knew the end of the year was coming. And so I've been preparing. I have been praying. I have been laying out before the Lord. I I have been seeking him. I have been praying for what I needed. And then the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. And he dropped that in my spirit. I said, what? He says, says, this is how you're going to do it. He says, I need you to add this to your prayer. He says, I need you to present your body back to me. Huh? I said, okay. He says, I want you to ask me to refresh your mind with my word for a new year. I said, okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. Somebody put your hand on your heart. Say, thou answerest me, and you strengthen me with strength in my soul. Prayer works. I said, prayer works. It works. And I knew the word, and I know the word, and I knew the word, and I know the word. I have comforted family after family after family after family after family after family after family. And now I realize it's true. When the music stops playing and everybody's gone home, And the doors are locked at the worship center. And everybody, the phone stopped ringing. That's when it really begins. You need the Lord. And I know I hear you. Well, that ain't happened to me. Okay, fine, sweetie. There are other soul-crushing matters that can come about. I'm just sharing to let you know you can make it. I'm just sharing to let you know God will carry you and he'll continue to carry you even when everybody else has gone home. And they should go home. That's not to make anybody feel bad because I'm going to tell you something. There's a place in there where I didn't want the phone to ring anymore. I wanted to be left alone. I wanted to be able to cry and follow my face and, and hit the floor and let the tears run and hurt. I needed that. I needed to break so God could what? The more I held it, God couldn't put nothing else in. So I needed to break. So what? God could put something new in. New strength. Come on here. A new willingness. A new ability. And you can fool yourself if you want to. I don't care how many ups and downs you say you got with that man or with that woman. It's something about what the word says and the two shall become it really happens. And God had to make me understand. I said, Lord, why does it hurt so bad? He said, because you've been, it's like a separation, a cutting away has taken place. And you open and you got to heal. I can remember he would be sitting in the living room. Yeah, I'm going to talk it. He, he would be sitting in the living room, and I would be in the kitchen, and I'd be talking about something. He'd turn the TV up louder. I'd get louder. I said, Ralph, senior, turn that TV down. 
He turned it up sky high. I said, Ralph, sing, I'm going to keep talking. He turned up and we laugh about it. So you need to sit your sit down down. I'll be glad when she gone. I'll be glad when he gone. You think you'll be glad. Thank God I never said that. I need, to, I need that to go out for the record. I never said that about my husband. I don't care how hard it got. I don't care what we didn't agree on. I never said I'll be glad when you. Never. God got it wrote down. It never parted my lips. So you need to sit your sit down down to my, oh, she's getting on my nerves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go pray. Amen. Pull yourself together and go pray. Because it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's not what you think it's going to be. <laughs> it's not what you think. I remember getting his house robe. And putting it on just so I could smell it. <laughs> My daughter, she came around the corner and she looked at me. She said, she said, why you got daddy house robe on? I said, it's comforting to me. It's comforting to me. You need to sit down. It's not like you think. It's not going to be like you think. I say it's not going to be like you think. And there are people today that are still hurting and reeling and rocking from separations, deaths. It's real, y'all. And the two shall become one. Can't nobody heal that kind of hurt or help you go along with that kind of hurt but the Lord. But the Lord. Don't get me wrong. You appreciate the calls. You appreciate the cards. You appreciate the loving words. You appreciate how are you doing. You appreciate I'm praying for you. <laughs> Gonna take the Lord. See, I don't know. I know what I want. Somebody say, I know what I want. I know what I want for 2022. I want God's promises of prosperity, power, and presence. Watch this. Wait a minute, it's here, but I want it activated in my life. I want to be waking up every morning with it working in my life. Somebody say, I want it to work in 2022. Oh, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for prayer at the altar. Go to Psalms 40. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, battles are real. I said, they real. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Psalms 40. Amen. Just want you to know battles are real. And they real from the pastor on out to the congregation. Amen. Huh? They real. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But God is real. Amen. God is real. Amen. Psalms 40 and 1. Now, I want you to see yourself sitting around the altar because this is what we're going to be doing. And King David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. So when we come in, we understand we're going to receive strength for our souls. But I need you to understand something. We're going to be waiting for the move of God. 
I waited patiently for the Lord. I'm waiting patiently for a move of God upon me while I'm around the altar. And the Bible says, and King David said, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Somebody said, at, at, at any given moment, around that altar, God going to hear me. He going to hear you, and he going to begin to incline to you. Now, it can be 25 people around the altar. It can be 30 people around the altar. And because God is a spirit, and because God is a presence, he can touch all 25 to 30-some people sitting at the altar at the same time and strengthen their soul. Yeah, he can do it. He, he going to do it. He going to do it. Look at here. Watch this. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. So that means when you walk in here on Wednesday night at 630, however you come in, when you sit around that altar and you begin to wait patiently on the spirit of the Lord to move around the altar, guess what? He's going to take you up to another level. He's going to lift you to another level. That's why when you walk out of here, you don't feel the same because God has touched you and he has what? Lifted you. But in the lifting and in the touch, you have to maintain that. Say that. Say, I got to maintain that. I can't let people, situations, circumstances, surroundings snatch it from me. Say, I got to guard it. Hmm. Look what it says. He's going to bring me also up out of a harbor pit. He's going to take you to another level and of the miry clay and set your feet up on a rock. He's going to take your going and put it in an establishment. He's going to put it established. Prayer lifts us up to a new level. Prayer places us on a solid foundation and establishes our going. What does that mean? He's going to make permanent. He's going to make permanent your going. He, look at here. Lord, I thank you because it's going to be permanent in my life. In 2022, prosperity, power, and the presence of God going to be permanent in my life. Everywhere I go, everything I do, it's going to have the presence, power, and prosperity of the Lord upon it. Why? Because it's going to be on me and it's going to be alive on me. It won't be lip service now. It's going to be real. It's going to be the real deal. Going to be real. Yes, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. And look at this. I like this. Verse 3. And he had put a new song in my mouth. Woo! Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm finna get a new song. Say, I've been singing that poor woe is me. And, and, but God finna give me a new song. He gonna put a new song in my mouth. A new song. A new song. Lord knows we need a new song. They say when the children of Israel crossed out of Egypt and went through the Red Sea because God had parted the Red Sea for them. When they got on the other side, Miriam took out her thimble and they began to sing a new song. 
Some of us got that same old dead song, and it needs to go. So God, at the altar, bring the new song. So prayer gives me a new song. Go to Hebrews chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And yes, all these things happen at the altar. Some of them, you don't even see them. That's the unseen power of God in our lives. Sometimes people don't know how you're making it. Sometimes people don't know how you're going on. Sometimes people don't even understand what's really holding you up. Somebody say, it's the unseen power of God working in my life. See, those, some of that people can't see. The only time they can see it is when they see you walking, laughing, talking, but they don't understand as soon as I'm out of your presence, I got to get back because I got to find out again because I got to keep it what? Refreshed. I got to keep it refreshed. I got to keep it refreshed. And if you hadn't went through anything or nothing has rattled your cage, then the only thing I can say is I don't know. All I remember is the word of God, 2021. He said that the devil don't mess with ordinary people. Sorry. He only comes after those who are taking ground. He don't want ground to be taken. He don't want you to stand your ground and hold on to what God has given you and gain more. He gives us seasons. Seasons to laugh. Seasons to rejoice. Seasons to be blessed. But then there are seasons where we got to stand. Where we got to stand on the word of God. Where we got to believe the word of God. Yes, Lord. Hebrews. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 4. And I'm going to read verse 14. Now, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. You better tell them naysayers to get away from you. Prayer don't work. God don't hear that. Y'all just wasted your time going down there on Wednesday. No, no, no. The word says. Now, are you a word person or not? The word is God. So do you believe God or not? The Bible says that he is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. That means when I get around the altar, when I start praying, God can feel what I'm going through with. And he don't just sit there and feel what I'm going through with. He begins to deal with it and tell you how to deal with it. Shout out He's touched with the feeling of our infirmities because he was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And I thought about it. I said, Lord, you know what it feels like to lose a loved one. He said, yes, I do. He said, I know the pain, but I can help you. I said, Lord, you know what it feels like to have your children leave you. He says, I sure do. (laughs) 
I can help you. I said, Lord, you know what it feels like to be misunderstood. He said, yes, I do. I said, Lord, you know what it feels like to be lonely. He says, yes, I do. But I can help you. Somebody say, he knows what it feels like. But he going to help me. Say, he going to help me. Say, he going to help me. Say, he helped me in 2021. He going to help me in 2022. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. He's been tempted in all points like as we are. Don't you think it didn't hurt the Lord when Judas took his own life? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't you think that didn't hurt God? He would rather that he had repented. Judas didn't have to take his own life. You say, what? I know he didn't because Peter denied him three times and he forgave him. Judas, all he had to do was repent for selling Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. All he had to do was repent. He forgave King David. Saul could have repented. Saul could have repented. But he wouldn't. Yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. Repentance is good. Why? Because Jesus understands. There it is right there in your Bible and my Bible. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Huh? But was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So whatever you're going through, whatever you've been through, guess what? Jesus was there first. He knows what it means to be and feels like to be rejected. He knows what it means and feels like to be turned down. Huh? There's Mary and Joseph trying to find a place for Mary to have her baby, and they telling them there's no room at the end because Jerusalem is so packed with people. Huh? So packed with people, but yet the angel guided them to a stable. See, the problem is a lot of times we don't want the stable. We're too good for the stable. But yet the gold and the frankens and the myrrh came to the stable. The blessing came. It didn't come to the innkeeper's room. It came to the stable. And God is a smart God. He was able to lead them to the stable. Oh, God will never find me. God, they'll never know me. Oh, God know you. That's all you need to know you is the Lord. And they took that frankincense and that gold. You never heard any more of Mary and Joseph and the baby sleeping in a manger or in, a, in, the, in the den of the animals after they brought the gold. You know why? Because they were allowed to take that gold and buy them clothing, food for themselves and the child. Baby Jesus couldn't spin it. 
He couldn't do nothing but play with it. No, they needed some provision, baby. But the gold and the frankers and the myrrh came to the stable. Oh, they don't know me. They, honey, God know how to find you. God know how to find you and bless you. Hallelujah. God know how to uphold you and keep you. God know how to send the deliverance right where you are. And guess what? It'll be our own time deliverance. Because, see, once Mary and Joseph left Bethlehem, he told them, the angel of the Lord told them, God told them, go to Egypt. And stay there until I give you word of the death of Herod. Hey, I would be living by them people. I wouldn't be going over there with them sinners. Well, God told him to go to Egypt. God told him, take your gold. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Take your gold and go to Egypt. Spend your gold and get you some food out of Egypt. Buy you some clothes from Egypt. You say, what you trying to tell us? Sometimes you're looking too high. <laughs> Sometimes you're looking too high. Sometimes God want to bless you in such a way that it's just between you and him. Not for the whole world to know. He didn't want the whole world to know the birth of Jesus because Herod was trying to kill him. When Herod sent the army into the village of Bethlehem, those people were in homes. They didn't think to look in a stable. Come on, y'all. They didn't think to look. See, we, we too. Ah, ah, here it is. Look what I ah. The only thing you're going to know is you're going to smell it, see it. If they had been in one of those houses, he would have got killed. But because they were in a stable, they didn't even have to check out. Did y'all hear me? They didn't have to check out from the innkeeper. They, there, there was no registry. Uh -oh. oh, my Lord. There was no paperwork left. Oh, my Lord. Ah, wasn't no paperwork, sweetie. All they had to do was obey. Get up and let's move. Bring the blessing with you and let's go. I don't like living over here. I don't want to live over there. I don't like dealing with this. I, I, I. You don't know God. That might be your hiding place. That could be your hiding place. Hello! What did he say? 16 verse. Let us therefore come boldly to the altar. Every Wednesday night in January 6.30, we're going to come boldly to the throne of grace, to the altar. And what we're looking for? So we can obtain what? Mercy. And what? Find grace to do what? Help me, Lord, in my time of need. need help 
so at the altar, I'm going to get strength for my soul. At the altar, the Lord is going to hear my cry. Prayer is going to lift me up to a new level. Prayer is going to place me on a solid foundation and establish my going. Prayer at the altar is going to give me a new song. And prayer is going to bring me right into the presence of God. That's Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Prayer brings us right to the presence of God so we can receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Oh, I can find God at home. I can pray at home. You sure can. But there's something about the corporate prayer. There's something I can't. There's something about the corporate anointing. That when we all get together and link up, it's like charging a battery that needs to be recharged. The jumper cavers are put on a truck or a vehicle that is much more stronger in power. So when we link together and we hook up, we become even more so in the Lord. We're drawing strength from one another. We're drawing, praise God, the joy from one another. Come on here. And then we're in the house of God. We're not driving. We're not cooking. We're not cleaning. We're not preparing. We're not at the job. Come on here. The house of worship is set up for what? Prayer. See? You leave all that stuff at home. And you come in to get around the altar. And you get on what? One accord. And we all want a accord. Because we all looking for the same thing. So. Go to Romans chapter 12. Thank you Jesus. That's why we gave the sheet. So that you would have something in your hand. You can take it with you. Amen. Mm. We prepare for the new year by presenting our bodies back to the Lord. Now that's on your prayer sheet. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Present your body back to the Lord. Ask the Lord to refresh your mind with his word for the new year. Okay, what does it say in Romans 12, 1 and 2? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we're going to come, or you can do it before you come. We're going to present our bodies back to the Lord, and we're going to ask the Lord to do what? Refresh my mind with to your word for the new year. Help, Lord. Help, Lord. Next, we ask the Lord to help us lay aside every weight and every sin for the new year. The weight got to go. I love everybody, but the weight got to go. You can't carry all this stuff and all this unnecessary stuff talking about you running on for the Lord. And let me show you something. I want to hurry up and get there. Let me show you something about Hebrews 
chapter 12. It's, it's, it's amazing. Look, I want, I want to read this. Wait a minute. Hebrews 12, verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, that means there are those that have gone on before us, and their lives have left a legacy for us. Amen? Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run. Wait a minute. Don't sound like you're going to be standing still to me. Let us run with patience the race, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, help us lay aside every weight. What's bothering you? What didn't come in your atmosphere and it, and it has upset you? What has caught your attention so that you can enjoy and allow the presence of the Lord? Let me say this. Don't you let nothing keep you from running the race. The race that the Lord has set before you. Don't you let nothing keep you from running the race. Because you see, in the race, there is his presence, his power, and prosperity. And I asked the Lord, he said, yes, I want you to put prosperity in there because I want my people to understand something. How in the world are we going to help the ministry or help ourselves if we don't have any prosperity? How are we going to be a blessing to ourselves and others if we don't have nothing? We need prosperity. Prosperity is not a dirty word. Uh, honey, we need to ask God to bless us. We need to believe God to bless us. Shout out about Shay. Lay aside every weight. Lay aside every weight. What you carried in 2021, don't take it into 2022. Empty out. Empty out. I'm talking about burdensome stuff. I'm not talking about, I will always remember that I was married to my husband for 42 years. I will always remember senior. But I cannot take the soul-crushing hurt of it into 2022. I'm going to take the sweet memories. I'm going to take them with me. Everything else, I got to leave it over here. I will remember how God brought me through 2021. I will remember the people that walked out of my life and hurt me so deeply. I, 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 but I can't take the hurt. I can't take that hurt with me. I got to put it at the altar and leave it there. I will remember. Lord, help me to remember the mistakes I made so I won't make them no more. Help me to remember what I did right so I remember to do that. But also help me to remember what I did wrong so I won't do that no more. I don't want to do that no more. I don't want to be like that no more. I want to be better in 2022 because see, two is the number of union. I want to walk a little closer to God. I want to be a little bit more in oneness with him. Yeah, 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 see? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I see it. I'm seeing it. I, I hear the talk. We don't need to come to church. We don't need the church. But I'm seeing lives of people who are not under the word. Their life is a mess. Ask me how I know. 
I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I don't know. Their lives are a mess. Because they done got from under the covering. See, a lot of times, you're going, like me, when I was in church under my, my spiritual father. When I didn't know what to do for myself, I was really flowing off of his power. The power connection he had with I don't believe nothing. Until I could get strong. Until I could grow. And then I needed him to keep getting the word from the Lord to keep what? Feeding me. Feeding me. Feeding me. A lot of times, a lot of times people in the church are not really going off of their own power and prayers. I know you think. I, I know. But it's okay because you're what? Growing. Go back and read your Bible. The Bible says the all flows from the down to the. It's just truth. And even after you grow, you still have to be fed. Because you do grow. You should. I grew. You should. You should. I grew. But Lord, how long? <laughs> I long to sit up under my spiritual daddy. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. I am not with these people who are so grown in the spirit. I don't need anybody. I don't need nothing. I just, I, I already know. Okay, then. Okay, sweetheart. Sir, ma'am. Somebody say, I got to grow. And say, even after I've grown... I need to be fed. Lay aside the weight. Leave, let the weight go. Let it go. You're not going to be able to run very fast if you're carrying that big old bag. Memories, unforgiveness. I'll help you out. Past. Past hurts. Past unforgiveness. Past anger. You got to let that stuff go. And then the Bible says, and then let go of every sin that will so easily beset you. Let it go. See, you can't run this race carrying all that weight and sin. You got to let it go. So you can do what? So you can run a little faster. And then you got somebody to look at. Looking unto who? Jesus Christ, who is what? The author and finisher of our faith. What does that mean? He began it. He began it. He the first one to start walking in faith toward his father. And he finished his course. He showed us an example of how we should live our lives looking unto God the father. Come on now. In faith. Looking to his promises. Looking to his word. And Jesus finished his course. He want us to finish ours. And that's why I'm still here. I'm here because I've told God I want to finish my course. 
Every person that I am supposed to touch, every person that I am supposed to preach the word to, every person that I am supposed to say something uh, good to, I want to finish my course. Now, when my course is over, it's over. But I want to finish my course. Because I always go back and I will always. See, I cherish every vision, every dream, every word that God gives me. Matter of fact, Paul told the uh, pastor Timothy, the young pastor, he told him to stir up the gift that is within him. He told him to be reminded of the gift that was given to him from his aunt and his mama, his grandmother, Eunice. Them. He told him to remember that. And then he told him this. He says, and build you a good warfare on those prophecies and that prophetic word against the devil. He said, you build. Now, see, I've seen myself at 87. I have seen myself. So I had to remind myself when I was on my deathbed or so I thought. And the Lord says, that's your number? And I said, I don't know. He said, that's not your number. I hold the numbers, and this one is not yours. And then he reminded me. He says, don't forget the, the dream I've already showed you at 87. You're going to get there. He says, and not only did you see yourself at 87, he says, but then there was a road you had to cross, which meant some more time, because I was standing like here, and there was a paved road here, and I had to go cross the paved road, then walk some more, and then there was a house. So the Lord said, don't forget. You're going to 87 and beyond. I got you. So what do I want to do? I want to agree with God. Didn't we talk about that last Sunday? Every healing that you will ever need is already done. Every blessing that you will ever need to receive is already taken care of. The only reason you don't have it is because you got to line up with God, get in agreement with God, start saying what God is saying. Why? Because every word will be established out of the mouth or two. The word is established out of the mouth of two or three. So we got to get an agreement. Lord, no, 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 no. Ain't no shame in my game. I want the promises that's in your word. You promised me prosperity. You promised me power. You promised me your presence. I want it. I'm going to have it. That's why I ended it. God told me to put on there. 2022 is my year. It's mine. It's yours if you want it. It's yours if you want it. And 2021 ought to have taught us something. I have learned something from 2021. Everything is not cupcake and ice cream. You're going to have to take a stand. I'm going to have to take a stand. I'm going to have to know that I know that I know that I know what I want. If I'm going to get the promises of God, if I'm going to be blessed, if I'm going to have his power in my life and his presence in my life, if I'm going to be prosperous, I better mean it. Because we have an adversary who says the opposite. But you got to stand up and let him know, no, that's what you're saying. 
that's not the way it's going to be for me. I'm not going to let you have your way. No! I can remember. Let me show you how it works. I can remember telling y'all, I'm going to come in here if I got to come. I don't know if I would say on a walk or some junk. But when I got back home, the Lord said, you better stop saying that. He said, you better stop saying that. I said, huh? He said, take that out of your vocabulary. The, light, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Let them know how, however old you get, you're going to walk through the door. Amen. And at 87, I saw myself walking. Amen. I had both my legs, both my arms. I was walking. I wasn't on a walker. I wasn't on a cane. So therefore, I can line up with the word of God and say, you know what? Uh-uh. I'm going to be walking and talking in my right mind at 87. That's why it's important to have a relationship with God because he will talk to you. He will show you things. What did the Bible say? Our eyes have not seen, uh, nor ears heard, nor entered into the hearts of man, the things that God has prepared for us, but he has showed it to us by his spirit. He want to show you the things that are freely given to you. He want to do it. I went back and looked up my name, my spiritual name, Anna, Ooh. Sheba. And I began to realize, wait a minute, didn't none of them women have no husband? Oh, man. Oh, man. Anna was married for seven years. And her husband passed away. And she lived 84 years in the temple praying and fasting. When Jesus was born, she was 100 years old. So what you think I did at that moment? I repented and lined up. I said, okay, I done seen 87. Beyond that, now I hear Anna was 100 years old when Jesus was born. That's my spiritual name. The Lord told me, he said, you ought to ask him, what's the color of my eyes? What's my favorite color? What's my favorite food? Because if you don't know those things, you think you know them, that means you haven't spent enough time with me. And that's something. I said, what, Lord? He said, go ask him. What's the color of my eyes? What's my favorite food? What's my favorite color? Not yellow. Yellow is my spiritual color. Ha! <laughs> What's my favorite place to go? Yeah, I like to go to church, but there's another place. He said, now, if they can't answer any of that, Anna, they haven't spent any time with you. That lets you know how much people know about you. Mmm, y'all done got quiet too. They, I guess they said, well, what is her favorite color? What is her favorite food? What is the color of eyes? <laughs> anyway. 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 How much time are we spending with the Lord so he can tell you what belongs to you? I looked up Sheba. Sheba was a queen who ruled a very rich, prosperous country. She was a warrior. 
but she had no husband. And so when I would stand up and say, I have been blessed to have a husband, the Lord said, you was talking right. Because by right, now this blew my mind, by right, you weren't supposed so see, if I hadn't took a leap of faith and just married Senior, see, we only dated. We met in somewhere in November of one year. We dated January, February, March, April. We were getting married in June. Just like that. So if I hadn't took a step of faith and just went ahead and got married, Cause see, I hadn't got the fullness of my salvation. I hadn't got it. I tell the testimony all the time. A young lady came to me and she said, if you finna get married, you need the Holy Ghost. I didn't have it. But if I had got the Holy Ghost before, you see how my life would have. So when I stand up and say, Lord, I thank you that you allowed me. I know what it's like to have children. I've done that. I thank you for allowing me to have a husband. Thank you. It's really a thank you. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The stuff God will reveal. I set up it. I say, what? What? <laughs> so now when the devil comes and says, well, you're free now. And according to the word of God, the Bible says that if a woman, the only way we can be freed from husband or wife is through death. He says, okay, you're free. You, you're free to marry anybody you want to as long as they're in the Lord. Something in here rises up. It's like, that's not your destiny. That's, that's, not, that's not you. I allowed you to do that. So you would, set, you would be satisfied in that. Ishakata. Y'all better hit. So you wouldn't have no longing for that. Shikata Mashaka. Been that done it for real though. No desire. Don't need to take a cold shower. Get in the bed and before I can say one, two, three. Cause I don't work diligently all day, all week. I'm talking about I be working. So you better find out who you are. Uh oh, in the Lord. Who are you? What is your calling? What is your future? What is He called you to be? Y'all better listen to, cause everything will line up. Even when the storm hits, everything will be lined up. <laughs> 